welcome to the Bloom Your Mind podcast, where we take all of your ideas for what you want and we turn them into real things. I'm your host, Certified Coach Marie McDonald. Let's get into it. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to episode number 24 of the Bloom Your Mind podcast. Today is the day, y'all the day that you've been waiting for without even knowing it. (laughs) This is the day when you learn how to feel nostalgia for right now. I was standing in my kitchen with my husband telling him about this concept that I came up with a while ago and that I teach in my groups and in my classes. And he said, that's a song name. I was like, what? (laughs) He said, nostalgia for now. That is an amazing song name. I'm stealing it. So that's happening. So this is a podcast episode right now and a concept that I've created and also the title of a future song that will be written by one Max McDonald. I can't wait for it. I can already hear it. (laughs) Kind of. I know the real thing that he comes up with will be better than what's in my head, but get excited for a song to accompany this. And before I get into this topic of nostalgia for right now. I wanted to tell you that I was on the phone with a new client this week and he was giving me some feedback about the podcast, about it helping him as an individual, but also helping his relationship with his partner and also his kids. And then he said, you know, my kids, they'll they'll only listen to kid-oriented podcasts and yours. The other day, one of them said, hey, can we listen to the feelings are a superpower one again? What? That was one of the best moments of all time for me, pretty sure. (laughs) I was so excited to hear this. First of all, I never thought about kids listening to this podcast, except when I made the decision to not curse in my podcast. I made that decision to keep it as inclusive as possible, but more because can you imagine a world where children know that their feelings are superpowers instead of something to be ashamed of? Like. If every human knew that from the time they were a little one and that no one can make them feel anything and that other people's feelings are not their responsibility, but their thoughts and their actions and their feelings are their responsibility. Seriously. What if the next generation of leaders coming on up knew how their brain works and that it's offering them thoughts all day long that come from wacky places like other people and billboards and attachment styles and lived experience and perceived roles and like cartoons and video games. And that when those thoughts come, they get to decide whether they take them or leave them. Wow. What if the generation coming up knew how to let their prefrontal cortex lead their life? How would our world be different? I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into the kids listening and I'm into, uh, you know, you sharing with children in your own words, the concepts from this. I do it with my children all day long. I share with them um, sort of like these ideas about how to understand what your thoughts are creating in your body and in your actions. So I will leave you with that. My client also told me that I breathe in real fast when, <laughs> when I'm really into an idea. I like, 
taken a breath that I, when I'm about to say something that I'm excited about, which I had no idea that I did. So let's see if I notice it today or if I get weird about it, we can listen for it together. Okay. Let's talk about nostalgia. I put the word nostalgia in the Googles to look at it. And Google says, nostalgia is a sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past for a period or place with happy personal associations. So maybe you think of it as rose-colored glasses or wisdom even. Think about what nostalgia feels like for you in your body. For me, it's like a foggy, sparkly veil of warmth over a movie screen. (laughs) It's like images passing by with sort of a glamour over them. It lives in my chest. And I was thinking, you know, about this, and it lives close to where love lives for me. It's a related feeling, a related vibration for me in my body. When I feel nostalgia, I feel calm and warm and slowed down, peaceful, and usually also kind of amused or giggly or grateful. I mean, that is how I feel about a lot of things a lot of the time, but. Nostalgia definitely gives me amusement, brings out my humor. What is it like for you? What is your flavor of nostalgia? Think about that for a minute. And now think of something that makes you feel nostalgic for your childhood. Maybe it's a memory of a person or a home or an outdoor place or a way of thinking or feeling or being. For me, it is, um, I, I get really nostalgic thinking about doing Sierra hikes with my family growing up with my brothers and my mom and dad and everybody jumping into like glacier lakes and coming out yelling because it was so cold and laughing and just experiencing this adventure together. What do you see? What makes you feel nostalgia? What about your high school years? Whether you liked high school or not, you know, that's a hot debate for a lot of people. (laughs) Some people love it. Some people did not. But what's something from that time, those teenage years that gives you the feeling of nostalgia? Or what about your 20s or your 30s? No matter how old you are now, think of the things from your life that bring you that feeling and notice what nostalgia feels like in your body. To be nostalgic. This is nostalgia. Well, I had finished a day of work the other day and my son wanted to go on a scooter ride. I was thinking that I was going to go on a walk by myself and put my earphones on and listen to something to switch gears from my work brain to my family time. I am a person that needs to switch gears. And when I don't, I feel a little weird and like I'm on a boat or something. (laughs) I need to shift my brain from work time to family time. But my kids came home early and my son wanted to come. I hadn't seen him since the morning and it was more important to me to spend time with him than to have that time and sort of tune out. I was like, okay, I'll switch gears with him there. But I was also feeling really kind of wiped out, really tired, kind of draggy. And I felt myself just clinging to that idea that I thought I was going to have a transition time for my brain and my body from being on with my clients all day to being on with my family. So as we walked down the driveway, I noticed my resistance. I was resisting the very moment of life that I was in. 
I was resisting the thing that I had chosen to do that I had said yes to. I said, yes, you may come. And here I am like fighting against it in my own head. I told him, yes, come with me. But I was like faking it a little bit inside my head. And when I realized that, I paused for a second. I looked at my daughter sitting at the counter drawing and at my son's little head in a turquoise helmet scooting down the driveway past the rock purslane flowers that are jutting out and yelling something hilarious. And I thought, what if you could just be nostalgic for this right now? That thought just popped into my head, this idea, and everything changed in the space of a breath. That one thought, y'all, just the thought changed everything. It changed me from being sort of restless and impatient and uh, frustrated. Those feelings that I was having when I was thinking, this isn't the plan. I'm missing my transition time. I'm going to be grumpy. Not going to be my best with my kids. I paused and was like, yo, you're missing out, girl. And I changed the thought, had the thought and focused on it. What if I could just be nostalgic for right now? And it created this feeling of presence. Changed everything. I was filled with that warmth, that glamour of knowing that this could be one of the best moments of my life that I always look back on. Every moment has the possibility of that. And that I could be in that moment right now. I don't have to wait till later to love it. I can be in it now with as much love and appreciation and longing for what I'm experiencing right now. I can long for what I already have instead of waiting to do that later when I miss it. And all of a sudden, what everything looked and sounded like and, and how it felt and how I acted all changed. And the walk was amazing. We had so much fun. I was coming from a really different place. Nostalgia is like, it reminds me of what people say about like a celebration of life, <laughs> how the person that it's all about after someone passes and we all gather together to talk about how amazing they are, the person themselves never gets to hear it. Or like that quote that youth is wasted on the young, you know? This concept is related to that. It's like nostalgia can be ours right now. We can be nostalgic right now for the things right in front of us. Here are some of the things that my clients have brought up that they're nostalgic for right now when I walk them through this. They're nostalgic for legs that carry them where they want to go. Meetings with other humans that give us something to focus on and a group to belong to and a way to contribute not having meetings to go to and getting to spend our time however we want, having people to take care of, not having anyone to take care of, having family around. There was one woman who said that she had lost her sibling really unexpectedly and tragically and that it blindsided her. She had always thought that the people that she really needed to spend the most time with to prioritize time with were the older people in her family, but truly we never know that. We don't want to live in fear of losing our loved ones, but being in our gratitude, our love, and our presence, being nostalgic for right now, for the people around us right now, will allow us to soak up everyone around us while we can. Things change. People move. Tragedies happen. Love your life. Love your people right now. We can even be nostalgic for spaces right now, for smells, for tastes, for buildings. 
people have said that they are nostalgic for planning a wedding, then having the wedding, then the days after the wedding. (laughs) And also just for things like making dinner with the family or going on a scooter ride. We always look at pictures. We always think we look so terrible in pictures. And then we look back at the pictures from like five or 10 years ago and we're like, I looked so good then. How was I thinking that I didn't, right? So let's be like appreciative and nostalgic for what we look like right now. For kids sporting games, that's the smallest and youngest your kid is ever going to be again, right? Or the kid, the other kids that you know, kids that are dear to you. How can you be nostalgic for this age that they're in right now? Or in spaces that you love, in homes, the way the walls look in the sunlight or the shade. We'll remember that someday with fondness, but we can see it right now that way if we choose. I remember sitting around a table in my grandparents' house with my parents, my mom's parents, um, us kids, and we were coming up with a name for my dad's business. He was a contractor in a little mountain town. And what I remember is sitting around this table, cracking up at the wackadoodle ideas that we were coming up with. Some of them were just like bananas. There was ice cream. There was laughing. There was the whole family there contributing. Oh, I remember what my grandparents smelled like, what they wore, the stuff my grandma used to cook, the jokes my grandpa used to tell, right? That's what I think about when I think about coming up with a name for my dad's business. I'll tell you what we landed on, the name we landed on in a minute, which is charming as all get out. But first, I just want to say to illustrate this point that I coach a lot of people coming up with business names. And you know what they're thinking? They're not thinking about the charmingness of the moment and the people around them and the silly ideas. They're thinking, I want to know what the name is already. I haven't found the right name yet. This is bad. Everything I think of is derivative. I'm not good at this. Everything's taken. Things like that. They want to get out of the moment that they're in. All of those thoughts take us out of the experience that we're actually having right now. This is the one time that we'll be experiencing whatever it is we're experiencing now, coming up with a business name or anything else. Once someone has a business name, there's going to be a whole set of new things to either enjoy or be stressed about, like branding or websites or logos or on and on. So why not enjoy the ride by thinking instead, I'm coming up with my own business name right now. Did I ever know I was going to do this? This is so cool. This is the part where I scramble all over thinking of ridiculous things and getting them out of the way while the perfect name is coming to me. I know I'm going to look back on this time. Oh, yeah, that was when we came up with a business name. But I can feel that way about it right now instead of trying so hard to get out of this part of my life. What if you were nostalgic for right now? All right. And my dad's business, you want to know the name? It's a doozy in a good way. (laughs) My dad who built houses, he named his company Sherlock Holmes, (laughs) H-O-M-E-S. He was somewhat lost on me as a kid. I mean, I kind of appreciated it, but I love thinking back on that now. So what does nostalgia do for us? It creates presence. It brings us into our body and the senses that we experience, smell, tastes, sounds, all the things, feels, all the things we associate with the thing that we're remembering. And when we feel it right now, it brings all that presence into the thing we're experiencing now. 
It taps into our gratitude, which is proven to be great for the mind, the body, and the spirit. It allows us to be here in the lives we have, to tap into our prefrontal cortex, to have access to creativity, innovation, humor, empathy. Ultimately, my loves, it allows us to not miss out on our lives. So here are some questions for you that you can practice this week to help you feel nostalgia for right now. What would you look back on in your life that, you're, that you have right now that you will miss? What are going to be the things about right now that you'll feel nostalgic for in the future? Put that haze of memory that when you brought up what nostalgia feels like for you, for me, I said it was that foggy, sparkly veil that was like warm. Put that veil over right now. What do you see? How does right now look different when you do that? What if this was one of the best days of your life? What's the evidence of that that you can see around you? What do you want that you already have? How will you feel when you look back and remember those things? What do you see? When you ask yourself, what do I notice when I'm nostalgic for right now? All right. Message me for what you're nostalgic for. I love you all. That is what I've got for you this week. I do want to say before I sign off that I'm, um, I decided to launch my group in September and I already have five people signed up for the group with their deposits and their calendars all set. And I haven't even launched it yet. So get in the bloom room and let's bloom you. Stay tuned for details. Or if you just can't wait that long, email me or message me or text me or whatever you got to snag your spot right now. It's going to be fun. Called the bloom room. All right. That's what I've got for you. And I will see you next week. Thanks for hanging out with me, friends. If you like today's episode and you want more of them, please take two minutes right now to subscribe and give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Then send this episode to a friend. See you next time.